don't simply presume that because you didn't hear anything back, they got the information, they got the email, they're happy, they're unhappy, blah, 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 all these different things. You know, they've started a conversation. It's on you to kind of keep this up. Same goes for phone, WhatsApp, direct messages, messenger, all of these different things. Any way that someone has reached out to you, indicated in any kind of way that they're interested in what you do, that is a big green light for you to go ahead and start the follow-up process. Hi, I'm Adam Chatterley, and this is the Beauty Business Podcast. It's a podcast for people who run a beauty or wellness business. Basically, if you provide treatments or services for your clients, then it's for you. Now, whether you're a skincare expert, a lash technician, a massage therapist, esthetician, permanent makeup artist, waxing specialist, whatever your area of expertise, if you'd like to have more prospects, more leads and more clients than you can handle, and if you'd like to be making more money whilst having more fun than you think should be legal, well, you're in the right place. So whether you're starting out or you've been in the industry for years, I'm going to be giving you the lowdown on the tools, strategies, techniques and systems that will help you. Plus, I'll be offering some inspiration and philosophization to ensure you start having more fun. And more importantly, you're making more money in your beauty business as quickly as possible. We're proud to now have over 1 million downloads worldwide and hundreds of five-star ratings and reviews. This is the podcast specifically for independent beauty business owners. So if you want to check out all the episodes, the guides, the downloads, the links and the giveaways, or you want to say hello and maybe ask a question, just head to beautybusinesspodcast.com. The riches may be in the niches, but the fortunes, they're in the follow-ups. If you want to start making an impact in your business today, then you really should follow my three-step seven-day booking boost strategy. Now, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you've taken the opportunity to grab yourself a copy of my incredibly popular, entirely free and very useful ebook, which lays everything out for you. Now, it's now been downloaded by thousands of beauty business owners worldwide, and I get emails every week about how it's helped transform businesses from those starting out to those that, you know, had got a bit stale. It's called the seven day booking boost. And it's quite simply three things that if you follow diligently for seven days, will start to deliver a massive change in your appointments and bookings. Now we've judged it all up a bit. So it's brand new. It's a spangly edition. But most importantly, it's specifically written for beauty and wellness business owners and operators just like you. Now, everything in there will take you just 15 minutes a day, ideally the first 15 minutes of your day, and will increase your reach, simplify and amplify all of your marketing efforts. Now, this in turn will bring you more bookings, more clients, and naturally along with that, more of that all important money that we all want more of as well. Now, it underpins everything I teach to all of my one-to-one coaching clients, and I'd like to share it with you. So if you want a very short, effective strategy and a checklist to give your bookings a boost starting today, go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash boost, B-O-O-S-T, or click the link in the episode description and download your copy with my compliments today. Hello and welcome to the Beauty Business Podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host today. And Today, I want to share with you, first of all, have you ever taken on a project or a task for yourself and something that's involved doing a bunch of research, something that you kind of know a little bit about, you needed to do a bunch more research just to make sure you had, you know, all the information you needed and all the ideas and and all that kind of thing. And in doing that research, it's kind of made you appreciate and realize how big a task this is that you've decided to take on. And it started to make you a little bit 
kind of scared of the task and then you don't start because you know there's so much involved in it. Well, that's exactly what has happened with this particular episode topic today. I've kind of been teasing you with this for, I don't know, the last three or four episodes. I really wanted to do an episode on follow-ups. Now, follow-ups, and I'll explain exactly what I mean. Follow-ups have become such a big part of uh, our business and a program that we've been teaching now for the last uh, year uh, to a bunch of our students, and it's transformed their businesses. And it's made us realize that not following up or not following up correctly or consistently is really having effects on a lot of beauty businesses. And we've found that if you can fix this one problem, it can really transform your business. And in doing the research for this episode, I realized this is a huge topic uh, and you can go down so many routes with it that I was like almost at the point where I'd like collected enough information to create a whole course around it. And I'm sure there are courses uh, based on this topic. But then I thought, no, let's get back to what the podcast is about. So this is going to be a kind of a an intro to follow-ups, a surface scratching kind of thing where we explain how it can fit in your business, what you're probably not doing at the moment, how you can turn that around. And we're going to give you some ideas and some tips for you to kind of start to implement a better follow-up process for yourself and why you should. But then what I'm going to do as well, aside to this episode, is we're going to do a, a training. I'm going to do a free training session. Um, and in there, we'll kind of dive a little bit deeper on follow-ups. And I'm actually going to give away a script that we've been using with our clients to help them follow up more consistently and more strongly with their prospects. Okay. Going to give you details about that a little bit later in the episodes. Keep listening. Just quickly, I want to let you know about something really special we're doing this month. If you've not got all the clients that you want in your beauty business yet, or you're not making the money that you want to be making, well, I'm putting together a small case study group of beauty business owners that want to hit that 8K a month mark in their business fast. Why is 8K so significant? Well, at 8K a month, that's 100,000 a year. And if you're working solo or you've just got a small team, that is serious money. I mean, that's financial security. It's not worrying about paying the bills and it's proving everyone wrong who said you couldn't make it. Now, over the years, I've noticed that there are just three key issues that hold people back from hitting that 8K a month mark. And they are delivery doubts, a lack of leads, and being a bit awkward at selling or booking in the client. So we've created and tested a really simple framework that we put in place with you in your business to solve these three issues and get you everything you need to start hitting 8K months in your business in around eight weeks. Now, like I said, we're going to do this in a very small group and I'm going to work with you personally to make sure you get it all done. Now, if you'd like some more information on joining me, just head to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash money. Now, there's some more information on there and a really simple application form to fill in and then we'll get back to you. Now, back to the episode. So first of all, let us uh, talk about what it is we're actually talking about here. Um, so let's talk about the frustrations. First of all, with new clients, okay? New clients that you're trying to bring into the business. You've probably got a bunch of followers on social um, and you're putting in loads of effort, posting reels, posting posts, doing stories, all that kind of thing. Maybe you've got a referral scheme as well that you've put out there. Um, maybe you're even getting phone calls and emails from people interested in your services and all that kind of thing. But you're doing all this work and clients still just don't seem to be booking. Okay, so that's the kind of the, the new end side of things. 
that's a huge frustration when you're putting in all that effort and that work and you're having those conversations for it not to be paying off and not to be turning into bookings and clients. That's a real pain. And secondly, rebookings. Okay. The, the people who have been in to see you, who have come in for an appointment, maybe multiple appointments, and they just don't seem to come back again, or they don't leave your review, or they don't um, buy the follow-up products, all those kind of things. You know, these are two big effects on our businesses that I really think that a follow-up process can help. So what do we want instead? Well, we know these days we don't need loads and loads and thousands and millions of followers on social. But we would quite like the ones who follow us to become clients or certainly more of them to become clients. We'd like it to be easier and less time consuming to turn those followers and inquiries and referrals and everything into paying clients. We need some sort of system to be able to do that. And then we'd really like those new clients, the clients that do respond to our marketing efforts, we'd like them to then come back in and become repeat clients. We'd like them to leave a review. We'd like them to give you feedback on your treatment. So if they don't come back, at least you know why they're not coming back. Because there's nothing more frustrating as a business owner that you, you know, you bring a client in, you put all that work in and you kind of wow them and you impress them and you do an amazing treatment on them. And then not only do they not come back, but you don't hear from them. Because that way you don't know why they didn't come back. So this is really, really important. So the mistakes that I see made all the time are kind of forgetting the follow-up is the first thing. So if you're not even doing the follow-up, if you're not even following up with people you've had inquiries with, with people who've been in to see you. I mean, that is a huge mistake. One that I think we all know is a big mistake, but I get it. You're busy wearing all the hats, all those kind of things, which is why having a follow-up system in place is going to help you. And then the second thing is, if you are following up, I'm going to call it fudging the follow-up, okay? Not being consistent with it, not being strong enough with it, not having a process in place, letting it go off on wild tangents and those kind of things. So maybe you are following up, but you're not doing it consistently, okay? So the big kind of idea that I want you to get here is there are two main stages for follow-up, okay? I call them front-end follow-up and back-end follow-up. Now, front-end follow-up deals with before someone is a client. So this is someone who in some way has indicated that they are interested in you. Now, there could be a lead. Now, a lead generally is classified by someone you have the details of. Now, in the world we're in today, there's sort of a weird pre-stage to a lead between awareness and then becoming a lead. And that is kind of a follower on social media. So you don't have their contact details necessarily, but they're potentially following you in some way on social media. So you can kind of communicate with them in some way, even though you don't necessarily know, you know, their specific details to kind of go straight out to them and sort of send them an email or, or pick up the phone. Um, so the front end side of things is dealing with those people, the people who have either followed you on social or sent you an email, and then at least you have their contact details, phoned you on the phone, left a message, left a voicemail, sent you a WhatsApp, whatever of the many million ways we can communicate with each other these days is. So front end follow up is turning someone who has in some way indicated that they're interested in you into a client. And then back end follow up is someone who has 
been in to see you, so has been a client, given you money in exchange for services and treatments, um, and following up with them so that they take the next step. That next step could be booking back in again. It could be leaving you a review. It could be giving you feedback. It could be any number of things. But someone who's coming to see you, so they've kind of they've come through that client process, but they've not done the next thing for whatever reason. And again, two big things, both of them key to your business. Both of them, I think, where a lot of businesses are failing. So to put this into kind of an idea for you, um, imagine yourself, and if you've ever done this, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Imagine you are doing some building work at home, okay? Or, you know, a painting job, something something that requires to bring someone in, a, a tradesperson, something like that. So if you follow the kind of conventional wisdom, you go out and you get, say, three quotes to make sure that, you know, you're getting a, a decent um price for the work that you want to do. And so you go out and you get three quotes and you somehow manage to get three people to come in and give you a quote. Now, what tends to happen is they'll all quote in slightly different ways. So you'll probably have to reach back out to them and go, hi, thank you very much for the quote. This could be by email, voicemail, whatever. Hi, thanks for the quote. Um, I've got a couple of questions. Could, uh, could we just have a quick call or whatever? And then invariably what ends up happening is you don't hear back from them. So you end up having to chase them up. And then basically you get to the point where you're so frustrated that the first one of them actually gets back to you. You probably end up booking because you're so frustrated by that point that you just go with whoever gets back to you. So in that situation, because they actually managed to follow up in some way, they got the business. Now, that's not an ideal way to do business by any means, but it illustrates just how important the follow-up can be because they may not have been the best, they may not have been the cheapest, but by that point, you simply just wanted the work done. So you went with the first person you can speak to. Now, interestingly, I was speaking to a client of mine the other day about this episode, and I was kind of saying, you know, I really need to get this done because it's so important. Uh, And she had a really interesting take on this. And she said, you know what, sometimes if you come back from holiday or something like that, and you've just got so many emails in your inbox, um, you've just not got time to go through them all. So <laughs> one thing she does is she just grabs them all, deletes all of them, and then basically presumes, right, if something was important, someone's going to follow up with me. So that was a really interesting take as well. And I thought, yeah, that's true, because we could be putting emails out there and and getting back to people and them not responding. And then we're thinking, oh, they don't want to talk to us, but they could have just done that. And in fact, you know, this is something I think we've all been slightly guilty of in the past. So the thing I want to focus on today is the front end follow-up, okay? Uh, the what to do with someone who's some way slightly interested in what you do and how to get them to become a client more consistently, okay? So we'll leave back-end follow-up for another episode. We're going to focus on front-end follow-up so that getting you more clients gets easier. Now, the big idea well, the model that I want to use here is for you to shift your mindset to everything is a conversation starter. It's very, very easy for us to think about only following up with the people who we've actually had a conversation with or have inquired or have asked about a specific treatment or, you know, we've actually had some one-to-one connection, communication with. Now, obviously, they're the priority. They're, in sales speak, a hot lead. So absolutely, you should follow up with those. But equally, you should follow up with anyone who has any interaction with you. So when it comes to things like social, if someone likes a post, comments on a post, shares one of your posts, anything like that, 
they are in some way indicating that they like what you do, they're interested in what you do. So what you can do is then reach out to them, sort of advanced follow-up technique, if you like. Um, you could reach out to them and you could say, hey, thanks very much. And then you can start a conversation that could lead to potential sale. I'll show you exactly how to do this in a moment. And then you've also got email. Someone might have emailed something to you and you've replied to that email and you've not heard anything back. Don't simply presume that because you didn't hear anything back, they got the information, they got the email, they're happy, they're unhappy, blah, 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 all these different things. You know, they've started a conversation. It's on you to kind of keep this up. Same goes for phone, WhatsApp, direct messages, messenger, all of these different things. Any way that someone has reached out to you, indicated in any kind of way that they're interested in what you do, that is a big green light for you to go ahead and start the follow-up process. Now, a word here. You may think that you do this. You may think that you already follow up. And what's interesting is we, in my business, we thought we were already really good at following up. Okay. We thought any message that comes in or indication or anything like that, we were like, yeah, we definitely follow up with them, especially if someone's actually responded to us. So we decided to do a test. Uh, we had one of our team members track every single piece of communication that came in and then check at the end of the month to see that we'd responded to every single one. And slightly embarrassingly, we found that actually only 78% of communications that had come into us in some way had we actually responded to. So that means that one in four people who had in some way indicated they were interested in something that I do, working with me, a freebie, a download, a podcast episode, chatting with me, anything like that, one in four, we were forgetting to continually follow up with, which is what made us create the system to put in place so that now that doesn't happen. And it has honestly transformed my business. And that's why I've been teaching it to people over the past year. So let's get into some details, shall we? First of all, What's important when it comes to a follow-up? And remember, we're talking about follow-ups in all different types of uh, scenario here. So it could be email, it could be direct message, it could be WhatsApp, it could be um, uh, social media. And the trick here is basically to respond on the same system that however the communication started. So if someone liked to post on Facebook, reach out to them on Facebook or on Messenger that's linked with it, obviously. Um, if someone sent an email in, respond to them on email. However, little caveat there, if on their email you have their phone number and there's a quicker, more immediate way of getting in touch with them, you know, use that one as well. So what's important when it comes to a strong, proper follow-up? Well, first of all, speed. Speed is a huge factor when it comes to follow-up. What I mean by speed is how quickly you get back to them. Now, you don't need to be sat there permanently forever on your WhatsApp or on your Facebook, just waiting for a message to come in so you can instantly reply. but it is crucial for you to reply, I'd say the same day, as quickly as you can, but the same day. So you need a system in place to either yourself or a VA or someone who works with you to scan your different methods of communication, literally a checklist to start with. So you can go through and go, okay, have I checked Instagram? Have I checked um, Messenger? Have I checked comments on our page, on our group, on our profile? Have I checked email? Have I checked the voicemail on our phone? Have I checked a different voicemail system if you have something like Gmail or something like that. So make sure you go through two or three times a day and just check all those things and then make sure you've responded to any of those things. Okay. 
And then you need to make sure that you are somehow logging, recording, tallying, whatever you want to say, uh, somehow logging who you've followed up with so that you can then check to make sure that you have re-followed up with them in case they haven't replied. Because in a perfect world, someone inquires or someone indicates they're interested and we follow up with them and then they come back to us and we answer their questions and it it all flows like that. But that doesn't happen. Nine times out of 10, that doesn't happen. So often we need to re-follow up, prod, nudge, make sure that the conversation that we've now started actually flows to a point where we want to get it to. Okay. So speed is important. You've got to get back to people quickly. And then that goes through the whole process as well. So you can't kind of leave them hanging. That, interestingly, was our number one point of failure. We were very, very good at responding to the initial message and then maybe getting back to it. But then we'd kind of lose it somewhere in the line. We'd forget to get back to people kind of halfway through a conversation. So then it wouldn't go anywhere. And once a couple of days have gone past and their mind's gone on to something else, you've possibly lost, you know, that that opportunity that was really kind of ripe and hot at the time. Next important thing then is personalization. You know, we can all smell a standardized message or a standardized email or a template email a mile away and we get loads of them. So ideally, you want to have some sort of personalization in your process. Things like how did they first contact you? How did you first come across each other? What did they ask when they contacted you? What did you talk about? What thing was it that you posted that they commented on? Have some sort of connection there so that when you're communicating with them, they know that it's personal. They know that you've taken the time to refer specifically to their request, whatever that request or their interest, whatever that interest was. That is going to be the key to you then getting a response in the first place. If you just use a standard, completely standard message that you send out or an automated process, yes, it's going to save you a huge amount of time, but you're just not going to quite get the same level of response back. Third thing, volume. Okay. Even if you follow up really quickly and you use personalization, like I said, you're not always going to get a response. It's not always going to flow in a you respond to them, they respond to you. You know, it's going to drop off at places. Okay. So, how many follow ups should you send before you give up? Okay. Really, really important question. Now, the answer that we've decided on, or the simple answer that we've decided on, is you should follow up one more time than you feel comfortable with. Okay. So, when you get to the point where you're like, oh, I feel like I've followed up several times here send one more. There's an amazing um, email coach and writer called Laura Belgrade that I follow, uh, who is just a delight to receive emails from. Every single one of them is selling something, but they're just delightful to actually read. And uh, in one of her recent posts, she was saying that she realized when she's doing a launch of a product that she's either selling herself or promoting for someone else, she realized that every time she sent an email, she got a couple more sales. And she mentioned this to a friend of hers and they just said, oh, well, why don't you just send more emails? And she said, very, very sensible. Now, consequence of this is you're going to get the odd person saying, oh, you're sending me too many messages. I'd rather have someone telling me that I'm sending them too many messages and I'm getting them than to not send a message and for whatever reason, that email, that message, whatever, not to have got through to the person and them to have just be left hanging, thinking that we never actually got back to them. So how many follow-ups should you send? One more than you feel comfortable with. Now, the next thing is pressure. Okay, how 
hard should you push? Now, key point here is you're always asking. In any follow-up process, you're always asking the client. You're not persuading. Your job is not to persuade, um, manipulate anyone to do something that they don't want to do. Your job is simply to ask and help. All right. So always ask. It should be a light pressure, but do remind them of why they inquired or how they first got interested in you or how you can help them. Okay. Wherever possible, make sure you do what's called in sales big, widen the gap. So however they first came across you, whatever conversation you maybe had with them initially, just remind them of what you talked about and possibly even just just stretch that um, desire, that challenge, that struggle, the solution they want a little bit into the future, just so it helps them to see what the potential future situation or future consequences are if they don't book in for whatever treatment with you. That's always going to help because let's face it, we all buy emotionally. Okay. So pressure, not too hard, but do feel free to remind why you spoke to them. And this kind of comes back to personalization as well. The more you can personalize this and make sure that they know that you're specifically speaking to them, the more powerful your follow-up system is going to be. And then finally, script. Okay. You can have a follow-up script that is still personalized. Okay. A script will help you stay on track because if you follow up with people, especially by messenger or email or even by phone, you know, you can go in following up with them, but then you can often go off on wild tangents of chatting about all sorts of different things. That is not the point here. You want to get your client from whatever their level of interest is now or awareness is now through to being a booked client as quickly as possible. And the same thing goes just as much as you're trying to potentially bring them into you as a client, you're also trying to make sure that they're a good client for you. So your job in this process is to figure out whether they're a right client and then actually invite them in. That's kind of basically all you're trying to do here. Um, So a script will help you do that whilst saving time, staying on track, not going off on wild tangents. The script will help keep you top of mind for them and help you decide if they're a good client for you. So remember, a follow-up is a conversation to move them from prospect to client. It is not a never-ending conversation. It can easily go that way, especially when you're personalizing it. You don't want that to happen. So a script or a flow will always keep it personal, but also keep it on track. And that is why we developed a script that you can have, you can use to start to build this for yourself. If you want to get a copy of mine or the one that we use with uh, a bunch of our clients, you can go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash follow up. And on there, there is a link for you to download that uh, script and actually a workbook as well with a bunch more information on there. So those are the five key points to a great follow up speed, personalization, volume, pressure, and script. And those five things together will help you create a follow-up system, okay? A system that then ensures that no lead goes unfollowed. And I guarantee you, if you put this in place in your business, it will transform the level of your earnings and the number of your clients that you are seeing in your business. It's becoming one of the 
key pillars of everything that we teach in my business. So quickly remember then, fortunes are in the follow-ups. Create yourself a system to maximize every single opportunity that you possibly can. Now, the actions I want you to take, I want you to write your follow-up script, bearing in mind those five key points. Okay, write your follow-up script. And if you want to just take mine and put it in your own words, more than welcome to, you can go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash follow-up. And there's a button on there. You can just download uh, our script with a few other pointers as well. Uh, and you know, you can just put it into your own words. And then what I want you to do, I want you to set yourself a challenge for the next 30 days. I want you to follow up with every single possible lead. And let's say lead also includes someone who's just liked or commented on a post as well. I want you to follow up with every single possible lead. And I want you to watch as it transforms your business, your organization, levels of organization, and the number of bookings you get and the money that you are making. And then in the 30 days, I want you to let me know how it has changed your business, what effect it has had on your business, because I 100% believe if you do this, and I don't think anyone is doing this perfectly. So if you do this and you really make it a challenge, and hopefully then it becomes a habit because you've seen the difference it will make. I want you to let me know how you've got on. Just send me an email to adam at beautybusinesspodcast.com. I would love to hear how this has affected your business. Okay. That is all from me for today. I hope that's been useful. I hope that has scratched the surface. Now, if you want to come and join me for the free training that I'm going to be doing on this very, very soon, all you need to do is, in fact, I'll tell you what, if you go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash follow up, which is the link I've already given you, so you only have to remember one of them, I will put a link on there to the training that I'm going to do as well. So not only will you get the script and you'll get the workbook, we'll give you the training as well. So everything you need can be found at beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash follow up, all one word. Okay, that is it from me. I've been Adam Chatterley. I hope you have an amazing week. I'll be back again next week with another episode. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Beauty Business Podcast. My name is Adam Chatterley. And if you've enjoyed this show today, then you must make sure you don't miss another episode. Just click subscribe in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on to be notified when a new episode is released. And if you'd like even more help starting, growing, or scaling up your beauty business, then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help. And there are a number of resources right there to entertain, enlighten, and assist you in your business journey, no matter what stage you're at.